Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. It is bag season. Everybody's getting bags of money. Derrick Henry getting $2 million. Not an extension. He's getting a $2 million raise. Just here, Derrick Henry. Here's $2 million. This is the way teams should treat running backs and NFL players, especially running backs or wide receivers like Debo, who were mistreated all offseason long when he should have just got his extension. Should have just got his extension instead of dragging feet, making the fan base grow grow upset at Debo and creating animosity. This team right here, the Titans, now granted they waited till now, but they just gave this man Derrick Henry some money. Let's talk about it. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. Wipe your feet on your way in the door. Hit that thumb up button. Appreciate everybody in here. Um, so Derrick Henry getting a $2 million raise. Just a, a here you go. Not an extension. Here's $2 million. We're going to give it to you now up front. And there's no kind of extra years or any kind of extension whatsoever. Now, does this change the fact that Derrick Henry has a crazy amount of mileage? Does this make me believe in him anymore? No. It, 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 it makes me... It makes me have to talk about this, and then it's a good it's a good time to bring it up and and kind of discuss what our expectations are for 2022. Um, nothing changes for me. This guy's got over 900 carries in 2.5 seasons. He had a 400 carry season and a 2,000 yard season uh, heading into 2021, which was a screaming red flag. Couple red flags. Hey, this guy's gonna get hurt. He's gonna break by mid season. I said trade him by week 10. If you listened. You were you saved your season. If you didn't, he got hurt on you, and it was, the writing was on the wall. History told you, 400 plus carries that breaks a running back. 2,000 yards that can break a running back. Together, it seemed almost impossible for Derrick Henry to stay on course of a 27-28 carry per game type of workload. Now the Tennessee Titans traded away AJ Brown, the the top wide receiver option. Now Tannehill is going to have to navigate the storms without his boy A.J. Brown and Tannehill. It's going to be like the at the club when the lights go on. What's Tannehill really going to look like once the lights come on without A.J. Brown by his side? I don't think it's going to look good. Now, I do like Malik Willis an awful lot, but what's that look like to Derrick Henry's rushing necessity, the workload, the touchdown volume? Are the touchdowns going to be vultured? Is the yardage going to be vultured? Think about it. If Derrick Henry comes out and he doesn't have to march 80 yards down the field in the third and fourth quarter to rack up those yards because Derrick Henry's not doing a ton during the beginning of games when defenses are fresh and not worn down. If you had Derrick Henry last year, if you watched Derrick Henry last year, when Henry would go out onto the field the first and first and second quarter, it would be low yards per carry, not a lot of wiggle room, a lot of plodding around in the backfield. He's not ultra quick behind the line of scrimmage. He's literally plodding around trying to choose a hole. And it's in the third and fourth quarter when defenses are tired of tackling this mammoth of a man. Then they break down and Derrick Henry starts racking up the yardage. Okay? What's going to happen when there's not a whole lot of field to, to rack up yardage in the third and fourth quarter? If this guy, Malik Willis, is scrambling and gaining yards on his own, vulturing touchdowns, vulturing opportunities, if it's going to be a completely different offense, we don't know what's in store for Derrick Henry. What I do know is Derrick Henry can't maintain 27, 28, 29, 30 carries a game, which is what you think the Titans will resort to out the gate in 2022 without A.J. Brown. They're going to ask this man to carry the football 27, 28, 29, 30 carries a game. And, and he's going to get injured. He's going to get injured. He had a, a play in his foot. He has a, a long history of, of, of over usage dating back to high school, which, I mean, you could say, oh, it's not an impact, Smitty. He, 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 has, he wasn't used early on in his NFL career. He had, I believe, the fifth highest carry total season ever in college football history. If that was broken last year or the year before, I don't know. But he, he had that total, five, fifth overall in carries in college in a single season. Guy was overworked pretty much all the way up to the NFL. And then, yeah, he sat for a while, not gaining you know starter touches, struggled to, to create separation, finally got into his own, 
and he's been a, a monster. I love watching Derrick Henry play. I'm not a Derrick Henry hater. I wish him well. I hope he does very well. I've got him in one dynasty league where no one's no one's taking him. No one's taking him off my hands. No one wants him in dynasty. And you have to ask yourself, when Derrick Henry is a third round pick, a late third round pick in dynasty and a top five pick in redraft, you've got two sides. That to me tells me that the line is right down the middle. Dynasty owners don't want them. Redraft owners want them in the top five. What's that tell you? We're at the tipping point. Now, can he push through one more season and fall off the face of the earth in week one next year? It's possible. It's like a roulette wheel. I always tell people, when you're dealing with a player with risk, it's like a roulette wheel, okay? Derrick Henry is a roulette wheel. And on said roulette wheel, there are X number of spaces, okay? Derrick Henry, on his roulette wheel, has a tremendous amount of opportunities to bust because the mileage is huge. Does he have opportunities to do mediocre, play 10 games like a monster and get hurt? Sure. Does he have an opportunity of not looking like the same player two, three weeks into the season because the mileage is adding up? Absolutely. I think there's multiple spaces on this Derrick Henry value roulette wheel, risk versus reward. Are there a couple checkmark spots where this guy could have 17 games of monster play? Absolutely. It's a roulette wheel. I'm not saying Derrick Henry has zero shot of coming in and being a monster. I'm telling you that his roulette wheel of risk has a lot of spots on it where that ball could bounce around and he could bust on you because He has over 900 carries in just a 2.5 year window of time. Not his NFL career. To put it in perspective, I believe it's about 780 carries to Christian McCaffrey's name. And I know McCaffrey does a lot of work receiving and rushing, but you think about that. In perspective, you're worried about Derrick Henry falling off. And Derrick Henry has under 800 total carries to his name. Derrick Henry has 900 and like 20 or something or right around that number in just 2.5 years. And he's been in the league a while. He's also older. The drop-off year for running backs is 27. It's not 30 anymore. It's 27. And And the whole argument that he's built different, that doesn't hold water. He's built different. Yeah, that's a bad thing when it comes da- when it comes time to dropping off. He's 6'4", 240, 250 pounds. That is a big boy hitting the ground over and over and over again. Being built different won't be a help. It'll be a hindrance once he's ready to drop off. I'm not saying don't invest in Derrick Henry. I'm not saying don't trust your gut if your gut tells you he's got one more year left. But I will say that if fantasy football world's who, when you ask a massive amount of people a question, it's great. It's like ask the audience on who wants to be a millionaire. If dynasty circles say third round value and redraft circles say top five, who's right? Who's right? And I'm not saying that both can't be right. You can't be a monster for one year, but... Given the discrepancy and how far apart these two are, you're in a dynasty startup and he's going in the third or fourth round, but you're in a redraft and he goes top five. That means that everybody's down the middle and the drop-off point could be during the middle of the season. Could you get lucky and could you get out on the other side of the redraft one year before he drops off and becomes the value everybody's afraid of? Sure, the roulette wheel is my example of your odds of that happening. Lots of opportunities to miss, lots of opportunities, some total to miss or be mediocre. Very few opportunities on the grand scale of the roulette wheel of hitting a home run for you after 900 plus carries in a 2.5 window of time at an age of drop-off that is clear as day the age of drop-off for running backs these days on a team that overfeeds him and doesn't care about his body but they do reward him with the bag, and I appreciate and respect that because Tennessee's abused this man. Tennessee knows they've abused this man and run him into the ground. 27, 28, 29 carries a game is reckless. 
If they do it again, he's going to get hurt. If they don't do it again, he's not going to have the volume to be Derrick Henry because he needs 27, 28, 29 carries a game to be Derrick Henry. His efficiency has dropped off from year to year. He's not the same player he was if you look at the metrics and say yards per carry, efficiency, he has dropped off. The reason you don't know is because he's overfed. Volume is king. King Henry is King Henry, but how long is he going to be King Henry? Could he be King Henry in week one, two, three? Certainly. And if you do own him or you do draft him, I urge you, just like I said last year, to consider trading him before his value tanks. One thing I do pretty well, I must say, on the show is tell you when to avoid pitfalls and risk. Not because I'm 100% accurate, but because history has told me over 20 years of doing this professionally that this is a red flag enough worth avoiding. Worth avoiding because eight times or seven times out of 10, you're going to get burned or bit. And if the if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But guess what? If I'm wrong, what happens? I lose zero winks of sleep if I'm wrong and Derrick Henry balls out. Why? Because there, there are safer players around him. If you're drafting a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase in PPR over Derrick Henry in redraft, do I, do I lose a wink of sleep if Derrick Henry balls out? I do not. Because you because I told you to draft Justin Jefferson. You've got a guy that's safer. You're not going to be unhappy with what you got. Why not avoid the risk when you're sitting there at top five value and this guy has the makings of a bust on you because history tells you so. And I know that everybody's nostalgic. They want to say he's built different. Smitty, but Smitty, he's just built different. He's just superhuman, Smitty. He's just built different. Maybe he is. And the roulette wheel that I've mapped out points out that he could possibly, could possibly be a top five running back for one more season. But I'm telling you right now, third round to fourth round dynasty ADP, top five overall redraft ADP, that means that the audience, ask the audience who wants to be a millionaire, so accurate. You ask enough people in volume, it's a great indicator of what is to come. And that tells me that we're on the verge of barely, barely seeing this man complete a 17-game season before the drop-off happens because everyone and their mother wants nothing to do with him for another year after this year. So that, that's my take on Derrick Henry. I'm sorry to come in with a little somber note and, and a little negativity on top of him getting the bag, but I do give uh, kudos to the Titans for paying this man. Let's get to some of the super chats here. Lewis with a super, appreciate you, Lewis, with a $5 hauler. Moon Rock, Moon Rock and Jake with super chats. Thank you. Appreciate all three of you broskies dropping them super chat wads. WRM with the $5 hauler. Uh, thank you, kind sir. Let's get to these questions here. WRM says, hey, Smitty, what do you think of my team's uh, full PPR? Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Kamara, David Montgomery, Damian Pierce. Love Damian. Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Deontay Woods. I don't care about Woods. Fryermuth Knox, appreciate you. I appreciate you. Look, bro, this is this is a good team. Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Kamara. I don't like I don't like Kamara high, but I don't mind owning him. And you have so much depth that you're fine. Like you don't qualify as a person I'm concerned about owning Kamara. Your team is built is stacked. Okay, this is a good Kamara built team because you can weather through something. You know if it arises. But Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Kamara, Damian Pierce. Don't trade Pierce. He's a monster. You shouldn't have Devontae Adams or A.J. Brown and Deontay with Dawson Knox. This indicates to me that you drafted at an old folks home and took advantage of a bunch of people in a league that you shouldn't have took advantage of and took their money, took their lunch money, took their their cafe money. Uh, Nice job, WRM. Totally Smitty. You've just been Smitty approved. Uh, thank you for the super chat, young man. Appreciate you. And now we go on to Jake. Jake says, King Henry, doubter, Tennessee gets it, Henry Henry to the moon. Uh, King, King Henry, doubter, Tennessee gets it, Henry to the moon. Okay. I didn't know if I was reading that wrong. 
It's okay. And disagreeing is fine. Like I know a lot of you like Derrick Henry in here, and I don't. I don't mind that. I I love. I love differing opinions. Um, I just think it's bolder to like Henry coming off of the seasons, you know, that that he's had, uh, the volume he's had, than than to to predict the downfall, uh, because his age alone, on top of the mileage, is extremely concerning. Then you mix in the foot injury, and the fact that you know, I believe unless somebody can show show me otherwise and it's it's if it's if there's evidence out there of this great it's a little bit a little bit better for him but not not going to change much of my opinion but i believe he still has that plate in the foot um it's okay i'll make it i'll make up for it with my downgrade of swift i think ron navy doesn't like swift um it's no secret but uh thank you Man, the myth, the legend. 1.02 half PPR. If JT goes one, is Najee okay before a running back run? It's not bad. I mean, you could say the safe bet is Eckler or potentially you could go. I mean, don't don't not go Henry because I'm not going Henry. I'm just telling you how I feel. And, and, and there's a shot. The roulette wheel, I'm telling you, there's a shot. He has, like, if he has a 17-game season and he's phenomenal, I, I'm putting the odds of, of that happening as a possibility. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm saying the odds are not great. Why take those odds when you're looking at a JJ or a, a Jamar Chase? 1.02. I'd say Eckler or Najee's not bad if you want to go running back. If you're if you're deathly afraid of the running backs being gone by your second round pick, it, it's not it's not a bad move. Eckler or or Najee's fine. Najee's got the potential foot concern that a lot of people are, are, I think, making a big deal of. It's not great that we're hearing that he had a Liz Frank injury, but it sounds like he's over it. I don't think the team would have put him on the field in a meaningless preseason game if it, was, if it wasn't completely in the rearview mirror. So I, I don't mind Najee there, but Jefferson or Chase, probably Jefferson is the, is the best call there if you want to get a little crazy. Uh, Trey Kyler and Hunt for Herbert and Hollywood Brown. Absolutely, without hesitation. Almost take a lap for even asking that one, bro. We're gonna give you a, a soft lap, which is just the audio version of it. But uh, yeah, you should you should be taking Herbert and and Holly, uh, Herbert and Hollywood Brown over Kyler and Hunt. You should be taking that all day long and twice on Sundays, bro. Where's my button? Where's my soft take a lap button? Here it is. Take a lap. Take um, take congratulations a lap. on that deal if you pull it off and get uh, the Herbert side. 12 team, I pick five. Would you go Herbert? Um, I assume this is super, yeah, super flex. Would you go Herbert? Jefferson, running backs, would you be willing to take a chance on? Look, if you've got the five pick and Herbert's there, Herbert or Josh Allen or Mahomes or Burrow, you take them. You take them and, and then you get into round two. If it's truly super flex and not mandatory two QB because they're very different. If you walk in, to a super flex draft. You you walk away with a top four quarterback. Burrow is in my top four. Yes, you heard me right. And then you walk into round two as if it's round one in a normal non-super flex draft and start and pretend it's round one. Round two is round one. Round three is round two. Just go back to normal and start drafting players you get in round one in that round two. Draft players you get in round two inside your round three. If you follow this recipe... And you get down to round five, six, four, five, six. You see A Rod there at five or four, or Brady there at five or four. Um, in, in Dynasty, if it's redraft, they'll be gone. Then you go Mills or you go uh, Trevor Lawrence in a redraft at four, five, six, somewhere around that range. Just use the flow to determine. If it's Dynasty, Brady and A Rod both fall, and they shouldn't. So they do in Dynasty and redraft, they won't. In redraft, they'll go very early. So it depends on if it's redraft or dynasty, but that is my formula. In redraft, I'm drafting Davis Mills or Trevor Lawrence as my QB2 because of what it affords me in round two, three, and four, and five. Good question. Um, Ian with a super chat. Ian, appreciate you. Ian says thoughts on zero running back strategy at the 10. If if best player available opens the door to it, sure. But I don't I don't go in with a plan of attack. That's 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 a recipe for disaster going in saying I'm going robust RB or I'm going zero wide receiver. I'm going zero running back. But 
if you believe running backs will will fall to you and you're sitting there and the best players available are by far wide receivers, then go wide receivers. But I find that when you're in that position, rarely do you need to go wide receiver, wide receiver. If uh, you're in a place like a 10, 11, 12, you got Swift, you got Javante, you got uh, Javante on the on the second, the back half on the, the top of the second round. You got Swift, you got Najee, sometimes uh, Jamar Chase and, and Javante will be there, but Swift is a home run. Swift is a home run. MJ with a $5 hauler. Lewis with a $5 hauler. Appreciate you two broskies. Uh, Sup, Smitty. What do you think of my squad? Hurts, Swift, Javante, Higgins, DK, ETN, Knox, Bench, Elijah Moore, Pickens, Nico, Rashad White, Walker. Love Walker on the bench there. I like the team. Hurts, Swift, Javante. Can't do better than that, that trio right there. Then you got Higgins and you got DK. You got ETN. That's the difference maker. That's what puts us all together is you have that running back, that third running back, that flex ETN, and you still have really good wide receivers considering because Higgins and DK are fantastic. I give that an 8 out of 10 just because there's room for improvement. And, you know, hit that waiver wire. Be the guy that lands the next Eli Mitchell on waivers, and then it's game over. You've just been Smitty Approved. Okay, uh, thank you for the super chat, MJ. Appreciate you. And here is this one. And again, guys, it's fine if you disagree on Henry. I I actually invite it. I respect it. I appreciate it. There's nothing wrong with having a different take on Henry. Uh, nothing wrong with it. I'm just I'm just not I'm not one that wants to explore that avenue when there's so much safer options available where he's going. If he fell to like 12, 11, 10, I'm willing to, to totally go down the Derrick Henry road in, in one or two leagues, at least one if he's at that draft capital. But when he's sitting there next to JJ, I don't like it. I don't like it, but that's me. And and it's certainly not take a lap offense, you know, worthy. So you guys can, you know, you guys can can get behind it. I'm fine with it. I could be wrong on it, but I just feel like the history's ta- taught us uh, that this mileage is crazy. This mileage is insane. Um, Lewis, Smitty, look tired. Need to upgrade I look tired. Smitty looked tired. Smitty looked tired. Okay, thanks, Lewis. Appreciate it. <laughs> why, why do people say that? Why do people say, Smitty, you look tired? Smitty, get rest. Smitty, go to bed. Like, do you not want me on here cranking out content? Of course I look tired. It's August. I'm working around the clock. Um, Smitty, need to upgrade my wide receivers. Cooks, Kirk, Tony, Elijah Moore. I have Javante, Najee, ETN, Stevenson, Schultz. Terry, or no, Trey. Trey, any ideas? Schultz is interesting to trade if you if you can get a tight end that you like off waivers, like if there's a Friar move sitting there, or you can trade for a Friar move cheaply. Um, I don't mind you upgrading Cooks with, late, let's say, Stevenson. Cooks and Stevenson for one better wide receiver. And you can get guys like DK very cheaply. Um, not saying to give Cooks and Stevenson for DK. You could maybe just give Stevenson for DK straight up because people need running backs. Shoot a little higher if you're doing Stevenson and Cooks. Maybe you're you can go after a Debo. Maybe you could go after you could have went after a Tyreek Hill. I don't know if you can anymore. So that, that those are just options. AJ Brown is a great third round wide receiver. I've got a uh, an Instagram video going to drop in a second and a YouTube short. That will be on AJ Brown and, and Jalen Hurts, and I love both of them. Let's see here. Um, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Thank you. Appreciate all that. Appreciate all that. MJ, appreciate you. Let me go back to the top. I know there are some comments about Derrick Henry. Henry getting the fact check. I appreciate you, Ron Navy, being in here. Get your popcorn ready, boys. Season is approaching. Atta boy, James. Appreciate you. Smash the like button. Thank you. I was live at 4 a.m. on the Dynasty channel. If you guys aren't on the Dynasty channel, then you're missing out. You missed a, a late night 4 a.m. live stream on the Dynasty channel. Um, here's the Dynasty link. Please subscribe to the Dynasty channel and make sure you're getting your Dynasty fantasy football content from me on the new Dynasty channel. We're approaching 700 subscribers on it, and I, I let's get it to 1,000. I pinned that in the chat. Go get some. Appreciate you. Who had more fantasy points, Henry or Swift or Javante? Uh, who had more or who will have more? 
Ron. Because we're living in today, not the past, broski. Appreciate you, Blackbeard. Um, <clears throat> they just were they just worried about you, Smitty, because you look like you need weeks worth of sleep. I do. I do. Um, uh, of course we want you to come on here. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate you. But I know I look tired. I know I look tired. You know, do you say, hey, you need to, (laughs) hey, you need to lose weight. (laughs) Hey, you look tired. I I mean, I know I look tired. I'm out here grinding. I'm practically falling down. Listen to my voice. I'm very hoarse. I got off a a Niner show doing an interview. I was screaming and yelling about Trey Lance and all the negativity that people are shoveling shoveling down Trey Lance's throat and, and the Niner community and, you know, just getting all ramped up so my my voice is you know i've lost my voice i've had my voice gone for like i don't know three weeks three weeks thank you ron navy for the five dollar holler forking those obliques uh appreciate you vamp appreciate you smitty sounds like uh jessup deep down in places you don't talk about at draft parties you want me on the live you need me on that live i don't know what's going on with that teddy that that sounds strange <laughs> i don't know what we're talking about here i don't know what we're talking about um i posted my team at the start of the episode live chat please rate my fantasy uh D- detroit that's the worst way to do this i finally read your question and instead you have a different statement not your team <laughs> i'm not i can't scroll through everything bro if it was here i would have read it Herbert to take over the backfield in Chicago. Absolutely. Herbert to the moon. To the moon. At some point, I, f- I firmly believe that as well. Funny how you're a Cardinals fan and you're so happy uh, for your... So happy for your life about Trey Lance. I mean, the, the thing is, bro, I'm not I'm not like a Cardinal fan or a Niner fan or anything. I'm, I'm on a show about football. And I've always been able to separate myself from that. I was an NFL analyst before I really became, you know, a heart a fan. Or I shouldn't say analyst. I was a fantasy football player before I was a football fan. Before I grew, a, you know, a, a fandom for the Cardinals, I was playing fantasy football. That's how I feel like I have a little bit of a different look and angle than most people. And I can remain completely unbiased. I have no ties to teams when it comes down to it, because I'm here to talk football. I'm honest about it. I'm not blind to to a, to, to a Cardinal player or anybody. I'm not a Niner fan. People think I'm a closet Niner fan. I'm not a Niner fan at all. I'm not a Cardinal fan when I'm putting on this hat, doing the doing the, the reports and the NFL news and all that. I can separate myself 100%. So that's good for you. You don't want someone in here coming out here as a, a, a fan of the Cardinals biasly talking about Kyler or anything. I'll come out and shoot you straight and tell you what I think about this and that. I've been very critical of Kyler. And Kyler has a lot of growing up to do. And I hope he earns the money that they paid him. Because a lot of Cardinal fans don't believe that he's quite earned that yet. And they signed him out of a necessity and fear of him holding in in the season tanking. And so they crumbled. They crumbled. Kyler played it well. Kyler played it well. Mike Williams or St. Brown. You know what? I like St. Brown more. I, I'm not saying I don't love Mike Williams. I, I, I felt like I was higher on Mike Williams than anybody when he was back in the fifth round and people are like, that's too risky. Now people are drafting him in the third round. It's crazy how cl- how far he's climbed and how much the, the doubt has dissipated. But give me give me St. Brown. 150 of you in here and only 64 thumbs up. Your boy Smitty's out here grinding. Hit that thumb up button for me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Uh, Jose says, uh, Smitty, my bad for asking so much. I need advice. Which wide receiver, Mike? Williams or St. Brown? Oh, that's the same one. Uh, Eddie with a $5 holler. (laughs) Eddie, dropping the big one. Eddie, I appreciate you with a $5 holler. Anybody drops a big one, I stand up. And I gave you like a half stand there. Thank you for dropping the $5 holler. Uh, Trade away Pittman for McLaurin and Ramondre. Or Sutton. Pittman for McLaurin and Ramondre. Um, I'm going to say. 
I don't know. What do you guys think on that? Is Sutton and Ramondre enough or McLaurin and Ramondre enough for Pittman? I feel like I should ask my audience that because my audience is higher on Pittman than I am. Not that I'm down on Pittman. I feel like I'm just not ultra high on him like everybody else. So I'm curious to know what my audience thinks of that. Please give Eddie your undivided attention and let's answer that question for Eddie. Kilpatrick with a super. I sent you my team through Instagram, Smitty. Kilpatrick, that can't happen. I'm, I'm on a live show, Kilpatrick. I wouldn't even know where to find your DM. I have 300 DMs unless it says Kilpatrick. So hold on. But you got to send it through here, pal. You got to send it through here. I'm looking at my DMs. I have th- 300 new DMs today. Kilpatrick, I can't even. There's no Kilpatrick anywhere. Let's see here. I, I, bro, I, I, if I wanted to, I couldn't find it. Kilpatrick, send it in here, and I'll, I'll put it up on screen. So I'm gonna put you right here to remind myself to go looking for your message. Post it in here, Kilpatrick. <laughs> Kilpatrick's trying to kill the show. <laughs> Trey Pittman says harvest. Pittman has top five upside. Says beats. I like McLaurin and Ramondre. Take the package, says Scooby. So hopefully those help you. I'm on the fence about it. I think it's very even. There's pros and cons to both. I don't know. Um, you never say the A word and Henry. I don't know what, what's going on there between Ron Navy. Hold Pittman, no one else in Indy to compete for targets. Hey, man, don't talk about Alec Pierce that way. Don't talk about Alec Pierce that way. Um, hold Pittman. Couple uh, mixed feelings on that one. I think everybody's got mixed feelings. Five dollar holler for Bryant. Appreciate you, Ryan. Ryan says uh, twelve man PPR: Herbert, Swift, Javante, um, Eli Mitchell. Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore, Godwin, uh, Hawkinson. Okay, so Herbert, Swift, Javante, Eli Mitchell. Very good running backs. JJ, Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore. You can't get better than that. And there's nothing to even trade. I don't want you trading Swift or Javante. They could quietly be, you know, guys that that outscore everybody, but like JT, you know, or they could be one and two. You literally could have the one and two running back. I don't care what anybody says. You could have the one and two running back with Javante and Swift. So, I don't want you trading them. There's nowhere to upgrade. Herbert, nowhere to upgrade. Jefferson, no place to upgrade. Keenan Allen, maybe you upgrade Keenan Allen, but what? Using what? You know, you have a lot. Maybe, like, Keenan Allen and Mitchell for for Najee? Like, that's the only thing I can think of. You got a, you got an 8 out of 10 there. I only leave room for improvement just so you don't think that, that you can't improve because you always can. You can always improve. Don't take your foot off the gas. Make sure you hit that waiver wire hardcore. Uh, thank you for the $2 hauler, Josh. Josh says, full PPR, Dalvin Cook or Swift? Swift. Give me Swift. I understand Dalvin Cook. I don't, I'm not mad at anybody for liking Dalvin Cook more. Give me Swift all day long. 166 thumbs up. Or I'm sorry, 80 thumbs up. 170 people in here. Please punch that thumb up. Let's get that at least over 100. Those are rookie numbers. 80 thumbs up with 170 eyeballs on the show. Uh, those are rookie numbers. Rookie thumbs up numbers. Uh, Angel with a $5 hauler. Angel, appreciate you. Burrow, Javante, Gibby, JJ, CD Lamb, Fryermuth, Cooks, Bench is Brees Hall, uh, uh, Elijah Moore, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon on the bench. It's in, it's crazy, bro. Yeah, you got some potential trade bait here. I would, you know, JJ, CD, Javante, Burrow, don't touch that. Try and trade Gibby and AJ Dillon. Or try, I mean, A.J. Dillon's your starter. Gibby's on your bench, bro. Come on. Um, A.J. Dillon's your starter, but you could trade A.J. Dillon and Gibby. You could trade maybe Brandon Cooks and Gibby for one better player than Brandon Cooks. Like a Debo or Tyreek Hill or an A.J. Brown. Go after A.J. Brown. That's the only move I'm looking to do, Angel, if I'm you. Uh, Appreciate you, Angel, for that $5 hauler. Dre with the $10 hauler and East Coast Taddy with the 5 Let's go. Mashed potatoes. Each get a point. Um, 
in-person draft tonight, Saturday and Sunday night. Smitty has got me ready to go and dominate. Thanks for all your all you do, brother. Let's get him. Appreciate. Let's get him to twenty k. I like this East Coast Taddy. Let's get to twenty k today, or today, <laughs> this year. Twenty k. Like, today would be nice, but twenty k this year by December. Let's take this to twenty k. I I agree. Uh, uh, let's see. Bagel says, "Sup, Smitty. Grade my team, please. Twelve man PPR. Josh Allen, Chase." Mike Williams, Gabe Davis, Javante, Pierce, Brees Hall, uh, Njoku, Ramondre, Dotson, Walker. You got a lot of good players here. That's a 12-man. Josh Allen, Chase, Mike Williams, Gabe Davis. I love the trio wide receivers. Javante, Pierce, and Brees Hall. Uh, I mean, maybe you try and trade. uh, I like like Gabe Davis and Mike Williams. I almost don't want you to trade them because I think they're super undervalued, but... What if you could upgrade, you know, Brees Hall because you got Javante and Pierce and you could get rid of Brees Hall? Not that I want to trade them low or anything, but if you traded Brees Hall and Gabe Davis, what could you get? You know, could you get a Swift or a Najee? Could you get a, a player like that? Um, I mean, I'd explore those things. I'd explore. I, I'd even explore trading Pierce, even though I think Pierce is almost untradeable to me. I would explore trading Pierce and and a and a player and a, and a wide receiver like Mike Williams. What could you get? What is the highest level running back you could get using that combo or wide receiver? Um, can you get a Jamar Chase? Like, is it something to explore? Past that, you have an absolute monster team. There's nothing you need to do. Uh, Landon with the five dollar holler. Uh, where's Kilpatrick's team, real quick? Murray at QB. I'm piecing this together. Kilpatrick, you're killing me. Kilpatrick is killing me because he's got his he's got his messages scattered all over the place. He wants me to go to Instagram for his scoring. He wants me to go over to to Telegram for his his roster requirements. He wants me to go check my my mail from the snail mailbox over here. To, to get his actual roster. He's piecing together piecing together his entire team on eight different messages. Kilpatrick, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me. Um, I sent you my... Okay, so here we go. Half PPR up at the top. 10-man league. Thank you for that. Quarterback is Murray. Thank you for that. Okay, Jefferson, Diggs, Zeke, Monty, Waller, A.J. Dillon, Clyde, Hall, Hopkins, Jones. Okay, so Murray, Diggs, J.J., Waller, you've got a strong core there. I like it. Uh, Brees Hall's fantastic. You need to upgrade Monty or Zeke. I would trade Monty and Zeke together to go get a, a Najee Harris. I would trade Zeke and a potential Hopkins for a Swift or a Javante or a Najee. Try and get into one of those players. Look, Zeke is sometimes ranked as a third-round player. Dylan sometimes ranked as a fourth or a fifth-round guy. Uh, Monty sometimes ranked high and sometimes ranked like garbage. Uh, I, I like your running backs. I think your running backs could survive. Don't go selling low. Jefferson, Diggs, Kyler, and Waller, uh, mixed with those running backs. If they hit, you're fine, but you do need them to hit. I'm not going to lie to you. You're not winning your league unless you have Dylan explode and Brees Hall be at least some, somewhat close to what I'm predicting. So you could wait on that. But are you going to wait on it and lose games and all that? So I would explore trading Zeke. Or you'd have to have Zeke be a top five running back, which I don't think will happen. I would trade Zeke and Monty together for one running back. I would trade Zeke and potentially even Dylan for one running back, depending on the running back. I would go down those roads. But I wouldn't touch Diggs. I wouldn't touch Jefferson. I wouldn't touch Kyler unless you could trade him into like Burrow and get something. But I doubt it. But those are those. That's a good team. You got a good core and foundation. No reason you can't make one single trade or one amazing ad drop. You could do it through waivers and 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 win your league. Okay, so you're not far away from it, Smitty. I was able to move B Rob to my IR in my league. That's an important note, guys. Brian Robinson was moved to IR, which means 
that he will miss the first four games, which isn't a bad thing. He could come back by week five. That's good news. We didn't expect him to play in the first couple weeks anyway. This is not bad news. This is not downgraded situation. This is the team not putting him on the on the IR or the PUP to start the season to, to make him out for the year or anything like that or the first. He's literally able to come back after four games. So this is the best case scenario still. This is not getting worse. So B-Rob can now be put on a lot of people's IR spots. So check your league. See if you can move B-Robinson uh, B down to IR so you can pick up Zamir White or Algier or McKissick or guys like this. If I had to pick one, I would say Zamir White. I don't know why. I like Algier and Zamir White about the same. Henderson's interesting too, but I have a weird feeling about Zamir White. So I'm going to say Zamir White. I just have a weird feeling about him um, that he's going to be a potential league winner. I, I could say the same thing about Algier, but at least Zamir White's in a great offense. It kind of feels like a little bit more fitting. They don't like Josh Jacobs. They got rid of Drake. I just feel like Zamir White could be a big league winner, bro. So I go ahead and go tackle that. That's what I would go do. Uh, thank you, Taddy. Appreciate you. Um, thank you, Landon. Appreciate you, Landon. Scooby dropping a $5 holler. Scooby. Smitty down. Hit, hit it pretty hard on the camera. Let's see if I move that camera. There we go. $5 hauler from Scooby going straight to the to the ER. No, I'm fine. Thoughts on packaging Pickens and McLaurin to tear up at wide receiver in redraft. Who should I target? McLaurin and Pickens. I don't know the pick like we like Pickens, right? But I don't I don't think Pickens is going to get you like a huge upgrade, bro. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that this is going to like, I don't think you say, Hey, my McLaurin for your Debo, you know, is what we're talking about. Tyreek Hill. I mean, what other AJ Brown? So McLaurin to AJ Brown, McLaurin to Tyreek Hill, McLaurin to Debo. What, what else could you upgrade it to McLaurin to Higgins? Maybe I don't think if you're like, psst, psst, I'll give you a Pickens who we love, but I don't think he's. He's moving needles, but try it. Higgins would be the low end, um, very good upgrade. Um, but I probably say like Tyreek Hill or Debo would be like the ideal, or AJ Brown would be a little bit more realistic reach. But those are the avenues I would I would attack. Appreciate your super chat, Scooby, Scooby Jake with a super, and uh, forklift guy with a five dollar hauler. There, I made sure I didn't hit the camera this time. Rank Collins, Nico Collins, uh, Dobbs, Palmer, Pickens. In my mind, I'm going to go Pickens, Collins, Dobbs, Palmer. And I've gone back and forth on Dobbs. And then I, I try and like hit the realistic button. Like, hey, Smitty, be realistic. Can he really do it out the gate? He's the guy. I feel like he's the guy. But can he really do it out the gate? I don't know. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Pickens can. I like Pickens a lot. I think Pickens gets in there, and Pickett or Pickett gets in there. Pickens is gonna be used even more because I think the report's gonna the report's gonna be there between the two. Uh, the forklift guy says, "Would you take Swift and Javante with the one-two turn?" Absolutely, it's my fa- one of my favorite approaches. I got videos on it, so of course I would. The answer is of course I would. Uh, have pick nine. In a 10-team, uh, very competitive. I fear Javante won't make it back to your at, at, back to me at the end of the third round. Yeah, he's not. He's you got to expect to take him around two, bro. I mean, could he? Sure. Have I heard of stories where someone's you know says around the campfire it was a, a smoky, cold, humid evening in. August. We're now in September. September 1. Happy September 1, everybody. It was a cold August, the 27th, sitting around a campfire, and Javante Williams fell to round three. It's, it's rare, but the stories have been told. I've heard the stories be told several times. It's rare. It's like seeing the Chupacabra. 
It's not something you'll see very often, but it does happen. My advice is don't play around with that. Don't wait for the Chupacabra. Don't don't try and get cute. Grab Javante in round two, broski. Don't even don't even fret it. Thank you, forklift guy. Appreciate you. You you know I mean you know all about safety, okay, forklift guy. You got safety mechanisms in place. You're gonna we're gonna roll the dice and and risk not buckling down or or or, or picking up a, a a load that's heavier than the forklift can handle. No, you're safe. You plan ahead, forklift guy. Plan ahead. Don't leave it to chance. Don't be risky with Javante Williams. Treat him like you would treat your forklift. Okay? Okay. Good talk. Um, what is going on with this right here? This this message right here. This is a disaster. What is this looking like here? I, how can I even read this? All capital letters as long as can be. Uh, D, uh, D. Swift, Javante, ETN, Debo, Patterson, Dylan, Schultz, Mike Williams, A-Rob, Devon. I feel like you're yelling at me. Uh, Devontae Smith. Tyler Algier, Cook, Russell Wilson, McKenzie, Claypool, money, money signs everywhere. Um, Swift, Javante, Etienne, Debo. What do you, what do you want me to say? You know, you played in a four-man league and you crushed it. Like, congratulations! You went to the sports bar, you filled out one of those sheets where you can select any player you want, and your team looks great. Okay, to the moon. To the moon. Congratulations, taking advantage of of nine other grandmas in your ten-man league. It's a great team. You might as well tell them, hey, let's just start over. Let's just start over. Give me half the money up front. We can redraft. That's what I'd tell them. Terry in the house. What's up, Terry? Appreciate you being here. Had my draft yesterday where I got Chase, Kelsey, and Javante to start. That's a really good beginning. Um, not saying to trade away Kelsey and freak out about it, but I am, I am a little cautious about Kelsey this year. I have a bad feeling. I, I've said it all offseason, but... It's starting to feel stronger and stronger. Um, $2 hauler from Cody. Lamb, A-Rob, Ramondre for Chase Pierce to get the tripod. Lamb, A-Rob, and Ramondre for Chase Pierce to get the tripod. So essentially, you're getting an upgrade from Lamb to Chase. And it's going to cost you an A-Rob and Ramondre for Pierce. Give me the Chase and Pierce side all day long. We may have to throw Pierce into the, the quad pod or something like that. That might be the quad pod. Hit that like button, says uh, Padrino. Got laughed at for taking Javante. That's that's good. <laughs> Why? Why? Where'd you take him, Michael? Did you take him number one overall? Like, where'd you get laughed at? Where'd you honestly get laughed at for taking Javante? What pick? Uh, you know, I kind of know what you're saying because... In my buddy league, where they give me no credit, I'm no, I'm no analyst to my to my league. They they don't they don't acknowledge it. Um, it's full of some new people too. It's it's a league I've done for about I want to say I want to say it's like 25 years long or something. But we've kind of had it merge. There's half the group I know, half the group are kind of new people brought in. Uh, and, and so they, they don't, they don't acknowledge anything about, you know, anything I do. And, and, and I got chuckles on the Javante at the like mid to top round two. I did. So I actually understand what you're talking about, but where did you take him when you got chuckles and why, why is it laughable? I, I question any group of people. I don't even know if they're human beings that have pulses. If they believe Javante Williams in round two, anywhere in round two is a laughable offense. I, I question whether they're a human being at this point or, or that they're breathing. Chase first round, Swift second round, Javante third round. Yeah, playing in an eight-man league, Devin, it is possible. It is possible. Thank you, Padrino. Thank you for the super chat. Cody, appreciate everybody being here. Uh, look, I, I, uh, I'm I going to do this hour show, and then I'm, I'm bouncing because I'm going to be back here at 4 o'clock my time, 7 p.m. Eastern. So I'm I'm probably gonna bounce right now. I got Pierce at 1.05 thoughts. 1.05 in in a in a dynasty starter or a dynasty rookie only. I assume you mean then that's a steal. He's the 1.2. He's the 1.2. Javante finishes top five. Etn top ten. Pedrino, you're you're speaking you're speaking my language. Javante is the man. Pierce top 12 too. On top of that, while you're at it, why don't why don't you throw that one out? 
because that one's maybe deserving as well. How much fab do I use on Ken Walker? Does someone want to tell Kyle what we say here on the show? Kyle, I can't tell you how much to bid. Only you know that. I can't. I can make something up if you want. Uh, Fifty. The reason I say that is not because I'm. It's a bad question. It's a great question, Kyle. I get it every day. But the question I have for you is, what does your league do traditionally? Because I have leagues where if you want any player at all, you drop 100 out of 100 or you won't get him. Like if it's a big name player at all. Like Kenneth Walker getting cut is a big name player. That's a win a league player. And in my in a lot of my leagues, you would have to drop you'd have to drop a whole hundred dollar wad because you can pick up guys for free after waivers process every every week. You can still do free guys. But in one of my leagues, you would have to drop one hundred out of one hundred to get him. In another league where I didn't know the guys very well at first or whatever. I dropped something like that in the past and, and everybody dropped like a maximum of 20% ever, no matter who the player is. And so I, I got laughed at for dropping my $100 out of 100 So it, it's a learning process with your league, bro. I can't tell you. I can only tell you that on a confidence level of being the best pickup of the year, I put him at a 9 or a 10. So I, I do this confidence level, bro, on, my, on the show here. So confidence level of Kenneth Walker... So if we if we took Kenneth Walker and we made a little Kenneth Walker, let's see, hold on. Kenneth Walker. What are the odds that Kenneth Walker is the best pickup of the year? If he was in this group of players. And right now I'm going to move Zamir White. This is from the show that I recorded or did a live stream of. Zamir White, for, I'm feeling, is the number one. But Kenneth Walker, if we take Kenneth Walker and put him over here, he's number one. Okay, now where is he on this confidence level chart? I would say between 9 and 10. Between 9 and 10. Most likely the best pickup of the year. Right here. Now, I'm going to leave room for 10 because I'm always going to want to leave room. I don't want to jump to 10 before week 1, even if Walker's sitting there. But I'm going to put him at 9.5. And I'm going to say I'm going to leave wiggle room for somebody maybe being better. Like if Zamir White is available because you guys aren't listening to me. And he becomes this monster and everyone's like, oh my God, this is the next big... Like, anything could happen. Guys emerge all the time. But I'm going to say Kenneth Walker is a 9.5 or at least a 9 out of 10 of being the best pickup of the year. So you need to drop whatever you need to drop. But you need to know your own history because I can't tell you what to drop because I won't know. I'll be I'll be literally blowing smoke. Um... That's going to do it for now. I'll see you guys at 7 p.m. Eastern. Appreciate every single one of you. If I miss somebody's super chat for some weird reason, please leave me a question in the comments of the video. Also, I'm a little bit behind on the comments, but I do get back to pretty much every comment on my channel. I'm about two days behind, but I plan to go through those tonight. So please leave a question after the show. I will get back to you. I will see you all later today for the 7 p.m. Eastern show. Until then, later. Also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams.